Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Zack Snyder's Justice League by each individual minute. My name is Mark, and you can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And my name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at No Clutch Nate. And today we're talking about minute number 66 of Zack Snyder's Justice League, which is going to start with Zeus destroying the unity and separating the three mother boxes. And then the minutes are going to end with this beautiful shot of all of the heroes of the past. You know, you got all the Greek gods and all the different um, races of man. Just this beautiful shot of them all standing in front of the three um, discarded mother boxes. It's a really, really pretty shot. Um, But the biggest thing, in my opinion, that happens in this minute that I wanted to talk about, the one that I wrote, notes down for the most was this part right at the beginning where it has zeus breaking the unity here Mm -hmm. um this happens at the end of the movie of course with uh superman cyborg spoilers hey come on yeah if you haven't seen the movie yet (laughs) can you imagine people that was the idea of people like watching along minute by minute or whatever the hell people were doing um I don't and know. And that's insane. <laughs> Can you imagine he, people doing this for a four-hour movie? Because this is If you cool. haven't sat down and watched the entire four hours like you're waiting for something, I, the ambulance is out front. Get in or something like that. I mean... You'd be waiting a long time. That's what I'm saying. That was the ambulance joke. Because... Because you're dead. It's... <sighs> the skeleton at the computer, you know what I'm talking about? If someone was like... Let's say I was going to do that. Let's say I was like, okay, I'll watch, uh, I'll listen to this entire podcast. No. <laughs> 240 plus episodes. No. That's 240 weekdays, not counting our uh, impromptu hiatuses and all that, to finish this coverage. Yeah. And then, you know, that's like a year. And then go watch the movie and have to listen to all our <laughs> hooligan talk. No, all our inside jokes. See, that's all our not jokes viable. that bomb. That's not. That's not anything. Anyway, so at the end of the movie, the unity hap- uh, gets separated. The unity doesn't. Well, it does happen, but it it gets separated. Yes, and this is what we were talking about, like all last week, is like just the idea of how powerful these old Greek gods were, and you know, in the last minute, you had. Well, let me let me just talk about this unity part. With just one lightning bolt, Zeus breaks the unity. And it's like, it just breaks. Like, yeah, he's that powerful. He's just going to separate the three mother boxes. There's my question right there. Not even that, what you just said, you said it as a statement, but it's my question. He's that powerful? Question mark. Which he is. I, but like that's, and, and I'm okay with that. But what that tells me is that like, that's where the bar is set. So like in terms of, power whatever zeus emanates is like the ultimate power in a universe which kind of seems i'm okay with thinking that don't get me wrong but like that's i just want to recognize that that's the bar yeah if not aries because the lightning bolt that he shot at dark side didn't really affect him as much as aries did and like that's the same lightning bolt. You know what I mean? And it, so if you take that, just like oh, the whole transitive property of it all, 
is this lightning bolt broke the unity. Yes. And it could, but the lightning bolt could not defeat Darkseid. Right. And then at the same time, it took Cyborg, Flash, and Superman yes. together to at to least rip, physically pull yeah, it apart. remove the unity. Yeah, not shock it. So there so, may be something with that, with like, you know, them being living machines and a giant electricity spark hits you. Are you going to be like, ooh. So yeah. by that logic, yes. Flash, Cyborg, and Superman. If they were to try to attack Darkseid... Collectively, they have the power of Zeus, by that logic. By barely. property, yeah. Barely, like, he would have to... It would have to be, like, Flash, whatever lightning bolt, Cyborg. And it's not even just... Being ri- Cyborg. Like, I mean, uh, Cyborg has to be switched out because, like, he's doing the mechanical part of it. So, like, you would have to have, like, a Mantis or some bullshit mind control character. You know what I mean? And it has um, to be like Godspeed, God Lord Flash at that point because he had to do that whole. He had yeah, to wind up to be for like, that power. It has to be like dead and came back to life, Barry Allen type deal. Like yeah, he had to like break one rule and Barry Allen. On top of it, Superman would have to be like ripping Dark Side apart. Yeah, to start, like that. Where that's where the force comes from. It's like the physical breaking of of the 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 body. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, you know, how unrestrained Superman would have to become to... Or that was just I mean, how strong the bond between the, the Muller boxes was. You know, at that the point, only thing that could... Yeah, at that point, how strong the bond was, it could be separated by a Kryptonian who has absorbed 30-plus years of yellow sun radiation. Again, we have to get... <laughs> you have to, like, break it down into the statistics and... What is 30 years? A, a Kryptonian who has absorbed 30 years of yellow sun radiation, how, where do they relate to a Zeus lightning bolt? That's the bar that I need to figure out. Yeah, which is insane. Because which is man... probably very close. I mean, probably, but maybe not exactly. Um, on the reverse side, Shazam technically has the same lightning powers that zeus does yes and obviously and shazam could or should technically be able to beat superman because it is a magic character yes absolutely um yeah it, it's, yeah so that makes him you know very just, worthy I think of this a, is of a very this is just, stupid this is such a stupid conversation no, because, it's not, we're, because we're like, discussing the, well, the the intensity of the lightning bolt from zeus well i think Yes, we are. But what I'm really trying to get at, what I'm trying to get at, is just how powerful Darkseid is. That's where I'm trying to get at. Like, yes, Zeus is very powerful. And it's because of how powerful Zeus is in these 10 minutes that we've been watching mm-hmm. that it shows how little he, he did to Darkseid here at this point in time. And then we have this Darkseid later who is really at the peak of his power. And the Justice League could barely rip that unity apart. They actually fail at one point and then having to to try again. It's just like, okay, and this is the new team, and they're the ones who have to who have to go after like this all powerful dark side. It's just kind of like even though we don't have those sequels yet, we we have no idea what the future holds for this DC cinematic universe. Like just the idea that, okay. These people collectively should still not be enough to defeat Darkseid 
because of this Zeus character showing what he can do here. And then also, following that, then you have the shots of Artemis, who are shooting her arrows directly at those uh, apocalyptic ships and just exploding them, just absolutely destroying them. Um, and these, she shot two of those same arrows at Darkseid. And I'm, I'm not going to say like, oh, well, you know, maybe they just didn't charge up their abilities strong enough to maybe they Darkseid. have a different effect in going into a, a, a um, you know, bioorganic. What the hell is the word? Uh, a, a real person organic versus material. A, a sh- yeah, organic material versus a ship. A cup, maybe, but I just a think starship. You know, it should. Uh, you know, it's just the one being withstood those uh, god arrows. Yeah, um, and we've oh, yeah, seen. No, that's. Incredible. I mean, he's the, he's he's insanely powerful. I, I it it's it's hard to it's fun again fun to speculate, but we are I think are missing the point of what the things are the mother boxes, uh, you know, mechanics and or, or uh, organic material, and dark side just being organic material. I don't know. It's yeah. it's fun to speculate the power. Yeah. What I think is a cooler takeaway from all of this is that to defeat Darkseid in present day in a Justice League war type scenario, you do need the collective ability of all of the heroes, and all of those heroes, in a way, represent these gods that are here to stop them. So it's like a give and take the 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 give was you have the actual gods here to stop them. The take is well, those gods are dead, so you get the next best thing. And I mean, and that's what they do at the end of the New Fifty Two Dark Side War, right? That's when they have Batman in the Metron chair and everything, and then I think Flash becomes like the god of death or something, and. They they at some yeah. point they, for a short term they they inherit the powers of of godlike beings, uh, um, but anyways that's a little too on the nose. The idea here, at least towards the end of the movie, with the nice little hero shot, the um, the victory in Pajornov, it just kind of show them, um, and they also do that in the Wonder Woman movie when they well I mean they they've been doing it in all these movies even you know, attributing or having these allegories of Christ imagery and on Superman um, is still being like, look at this God, like, you know, and they do the same thing with Wonder Woman after she saves the town of Veld um, on top of that church, almost as if it was Mount Olympus. Um, So there's just a lot of uh, references to that. And I like that. I like that in the DC universe. It doesn't have to be on the nose. I don't really want it to be on the nose, but I like that kind of tasteful, uh, imagery that they do with that um and you know i would really love to see shazam um being a part of this justice league though from from the movie i would love to have that movie connected into the justice league i know that the dc cinematic universe has been kind of like i hate to say it, but like in shambles since batman v superman and they have kind of like started creating like these different films and no one really knows if they're going to connect back to each other anymore, but I would really like for Zachary Levi's Shazam to show up in Justice League in a future sequel and, and just be part of that because 
it's a necessary superhero, especially um, if most of this stuff is going to pull from the new 52. Um, that popularized Shazam into the Justice League, and so should this one. Um, okay, so one thing that I wanted to bring up, because I feel like we failed to mention it in previous episodes, but um, if you take a take a look at when Artemis is, is uh, shooting the arrow at the at the ship that you know, she shoots down and whatnot. Um, the ship's bottom has like, uh, like the, that whole like veiny magma mm-hmm. running through it. Yeah. If we, if you remember about last week's uh, episode, I think it was last Friday's episode where Darkseid was on the floor of his ship bleeding out. There was symbols on the ground as well. Um, I'm very curious as if, if they mean anything or if that's just like the design of the ship. You know, like, we, but we're trained to know that, like, the Kryptonian squiggles. It's like, no, that's an entire language. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I don't think they're making, I, I don't think they made an apocalyptic language like they did for Krypton. That's, no, I don't, I don't think so. That's not but a thing. I do have that in my notes as well. Um, I, I wrote down exhaust question mark. Like, I don't know what the difference is, because if you look at these the ships are the, really cool, honestly. Yeah. And exhaust is a is a cool work because i don't there's a lot going on with these ships part of it looks like real like mechanical like you can see on the sides and on the back there's like it actual, looks like thrusters there's like actual ship engine turbines and stuff like that mm-hmm. um and then on the underneath it they all have like this kind of more volcanic and more organic looking uh yeah, I don't know. Why does it look different? I, I'm glad you pointed out the dark side bit from last week because now it makes sense. The things that we were look, seeing on the ground, on the floor at least, mm-hmm. does translate to those... Um, I don't Relating know, to I, whatever these, these yeah. ore kinda, lines are. Yeah, it does look like something volcanic, like those kind of cracks of, of magma and stuff like that. That's exactly what it looks like. Um and then when but like you, hang on still yeah. going on those exhaust things because when we see these ships in other views as they're like raising the right there though that exhaust now yeah like the giant plume of just fire yeah this is not they're different ships right okay okay but still I'm, the, I'm thinking the, about this so these things that have the giant plume of fire are those things that are what's essentially making fire pits or just scorching the land are they troop carriers? Do you think those are ex- exhaust? Because those are not the same ships as what Darkseid flies in on, you know, the ships I, that are flying away that have the smaller boosters on them. I thought it was exhaust as well, because when you see this shot That's here, a giant, sh- that's a huge ship. That's a huge ship moving, and it's just like magma and pollutants just that's falling just out of napalm it. napalm coming right out of that thing. And I think it's just a large amount of energy being dumped out to lift the ship off the ground. Like, that's what it looks like to me. And that's what I had written in my notes. I'm glad we're both thinking about this because this was a big takeaway for me. I was like, because at first I thought... Well, when they showed, when, when, you remember where it showed um, 2017 and then they had like, oh, this is the... Oh, this is the change in, in the in the in the movies, <laughs> and it showed the 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 ships in the the background, and it's all fiery and everything like that. Yeah. Um, 
when I first saw that, I was assuming that those had to do with fire pits, you know, or yeah. maybe just like imagery of making it look apocalyptic because this is what the fire pits look like. I wonder if maybe it's just a reference to fire pits and they were basically like, well, we know apocalypse is, is, um, it always has that kind of fire pit, uh, aesthetic. So maybe yeah. when we design the ships, like, oh, they should invoke that imagery of fire pits. So we should give them a big old center exhaust. And like, maybe it's, it's meant to invoke that imagery, but it's not necessarily, um, something that causes fire pits or, or, or behaves with them. Um, cause I, I honestly, my thought, my first thought is, uh, as well, when I used to see those shots of Steppenwolf on the battlefield was that, Oh, maybe they, maybe those ships are above fire pits and maybe they, abs- like they take in anything that they're, um, spewing out. Like maybe they just receive from the fire pits, um, which is, Probably not correct. I mean, to me, it just looks like in order to keep the ships afloat, they're just, it's just a very crude engine that's just belting out all this energy to keep it flo- floating above the, uh, the battlefield. And then when it decides to take off back into space, it's just doing the same thing. It's just a massive rocket underneath it. Yeah. I'm trying to see if in Dawn of Justice, the nightmare sequence that, if they're the same fire pits. I remember I there being so. fire pits. I remember yeah, they're there being like just like... smoky like this. They're not like plumes. No, what, what I can see... Well, there's a little bit cut off, so I can't really see the whole image of when Batman is, is looking at the, the bus coming into, into frame. Um, but as he's fighting off the parademons and everything, there are a couple fire pits in the background, and I can't tell if it's just black clouds above them or if it is a ship. It could have been maybe. Uh, uh, that would be a. Uh, that would be like one of those things where it's like, oh, we don't want to give away that it's ships yet. Yeah. We just kind of want to make them black clouds, and maybe it'd be so cool if, like, if they were receiving from the fire pits, that the smoke just covered the ship in a cloud and made it look like a cloud because they were just, um, being underneath, uh, being above a fire pit for so long, the pollutants just kind of cloud the uh ships into a veil like that would be a wild concept um very like aliens from some mad max realm yeah where everything is just chaotic and crude and just really disgusting which is really neat but yeah i i think this is the first time i've actually been thinking like oh, okay so these have nothing to do with fire pits this this is just the exhaust. exhaust it's a yeah. yeah yeah exactly it's just exhaust and that's how much energy it needs to hover above the atmosphere and then also re-enter orbit and and get out of there mm-hmm. um which We're is wild for fuel right um one of the things i thought was neat here so most of this minute is kind of just like hero victory shot so you see a lot of uh, Amazons that we're familiar with, like Vanilia and Philippus and Epione. So they have all their like cool slow-mo heroic stuff, which is nice to see with these characters. Um, King Atlan has one as well. And then uh, King Atlan is the one that I've been hinting at is the other kind of CGI 
unpolished thing that I've always noticed. Um, and it happens here in this minute where he stabs this parademon. And it's very telling because, like, you can tell the actor is stabbing with a very stern, like, stab. Like, it's unwavering. Uh, and he's still holding it in place. But this parademon, because it's a visual effect, it's moving everywhere. It's like, yeah. you know, uh, its back is flexing backwards and moving to the side to expose the trident for the camera. But by doing that, there's so much, there's so many elements that are playing around with the trident that the trident just seems to be breaking through, like clipping through those polygons. Um, there's a soft piece of armor over by where the neck is for the parademon, and then there's a hard plate, chest plate armor. And the trident is just kind of dancing between that collarbone piece. Uh, and so it just, it really kind of just breaks the reality of it all and just kind of like, just doesn't look clean. Uh, and maybe they try to hide it by just having a waterfall of blood rushing out of it, but it just looks like it's, I don't know. It looks like two elements that are just not moving with each other. Like when that parademon retches backwards, his trident should like be moving with it. Like he should be like, Oh, okay. Now it's just the force of this thing writhing in pain should move the, move the character a bit, but it's not the trident just stays in one place and the parademon starts flailing and uh, just clips right through it. So, yeah, I can Ooh. see it, but I'll tell you, I did not notice it at first. And ever since you told me after the first time watching it, I've noticed it, but it's not as big as uh, a couple other things, like the, the him riding around on the horses, riding away. That <laughs> the, it's a little the messy. Amazon horses yeah, riding off a, in the distance. It's, it's messy. There's yeah, it's okay, but you know, still. If those are the small problems, Steppenwolf is not that. Nope. Like that's something. That like they they decided to redo that entire character. And also the Dassault thing that we talked about where it's like, oh, okay, those, you know, polygons on the forehead are probably off a little bit. It's like still though, doesn't matter. And it shouldn't like um when people were like, oh, the dark side CGI looks bad, it's like, but you still know it's dark side. Mm-hmm. And you still know that he's doing this and that and the other. And it's like, yes, we all know it's a CGI character, but we're enjoying it. This is the only thing where I'm like, okay, as far as finishing visual effects, maybe that's not done. But hey, it's King Atlan stabbing a parademon. At least, at least we understood that. <laughs> um, but hey, and we're also looking at these giant um, apocalyptic ships and we're just amazed that they they CGI those things. Yeah. And we get to talk about like exhausts and engines and how it works and think about it like that. And we don't think about it being a, a CGI element, but we still enjoy it. So where do you think this fight happened? That's a very good question, Nate. No idea. You know what would be wild? If it happened on Themyscira. It kind of looks more... Gives it a it little just, bit more uh, reason behind hiding it. It kind of has that... Uh, Hide the anti-life equation. It kind of has that same color palette as the uh, War of the Gods story that Queen Hippolyta tells Wonder Woman in the first movie, her first movie. kind of has that Greek god color palette. Um, 
somehow I kind of thought the same thing at one point. I was like, it it kind of looks like it's taking place in like Italy or something like that, like during that during a place nearby the mascara. And then also, she goes to that Amazonian temple to get that information from those murals. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like, is it from that same? That would be my guess. I don't know. Do you think? Do you think that maybe they do have a place in mind? Do you the think writers? Yeah, Chris. Yeah, I or think. Zach's yeah, name? I think they had a place in mind of where that battle was, and if we're missing it by not thinking, you know, if 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 the obvious answer is yes, it happened in Greece, right there at that temple or nearby. Um, that's on us for missing that obvious answer, but uh, I was more so thinking of where the anti-life equation would have been hidden and yeah hide you're hiding themiscara already because when 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 steppenwolf sees that the anti-life equation is there mm-hmm. he sees it in a vision he's not on the ground and he goes to a pristine vision like he goes yes. to this place but it's like a clear mm-hmm. view like it's not a battle it's not covered in dirt it's not covered in warships and stuff like that he goes to like a pretty area so maybe when we see that vision, we got to take a closer look of like, okay, so no, wh- where could he be? And then in the future, when Darkseid is supposed to get the anti-life equation, do you think they will? Or do you think they have it planned where they would explain like where he has to go to go find it? Because they have to go to this spot, right? This is where... Or it's just a whole world covered in the anti-life equation. I have no idea. It's not just this See, spot, I right? I don't, I don't know, because the unity Steppenwolf does come here, though, in his vision. In his vision, he comes He comes there. to this but exact spot. In real time, the unity happens in Pajornov, in the, in the smokestack, yeah. whatever. And that happens. Like, that's a timeline that gets created. That is the nightmare sequence. Like, that, that happens. Yeah. Flash Flash runs back in time and starts a new timeline. Anyway, um It's like it's like you don't have that. to do the unity at the same spot as no. the anti-life equation because I don't think the unity has happened on other planets. Yeah. I don't think it's on I don't think the anti-life equation is on Pajornov. I don't think this battle happens at no. an ancient Pajornov. I think if anything this would happen closer to themiscara yeah somehow i think it would be maybe the gods are lazy maybe maybe zeus and the guys were like that come over to us meet us here Mm -hmm. yeah we'll wait for you you guys Mm -hmm. need a boat okay call the call the call call the water guys with all the boats get them they all had to come over here Mm -hmm. maybe that's something maybe that's the the clue is the the races of man that are here you know you've got like the German tribes and the Persians and the Asian tribes and African tribes, maybe all those continents had easy access to get to, you know, yeah, or Greece and Italy and all that. If it's in, if it's in the area of the native Americans can't come over, they can't help. They're, they're they're doing their own thing right now. They have no idea how to cross the water. Yeah. And if it's in Bermuda triangle esque area, that's just coming down for Arthur and over for everybody else. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and there you go everybody get everybody making their way to sweden um all of sweden's one big port yeah that's why they took all those boats with king mm-hmm. atlan yeah uh so yeah i don't know 
my guess would be you know some southern part of Europe is is my guess. Um, but then this is where we get this last shot of this minute. This is the one where it kind of just has like this wide shot. It, it like combs through the dead, and then right before them is the mother boxes, and then right behind them are the heroes, the age of heroes. This has you know King Arthur, King Atlan, Queen Hippolyta all the other famous Amazons like Antiope and all them. And then in the back you have like these three giant Greek gods behind them. This is like the the class of 500 AD of Mm -hmm. like, you know, the age of heroes, uh, like a class photo. It's a really nice, just like composite wise. Like this is a really nice blocked out shot with like the, the fallen soldiers, then the mother boxes in the middle. And then the top third you have, the Age of Heroes. I really, really like that shot. I think it's great. And then, they, obviously, they have Ares again with the the bull helmet on, which I which I love. Sorry, it's fan- to- no, it's. Fantastic. I didn't mean to. You, you're yawning, and I was like, it's oh, you're good. Sorry. I was. You're fine. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about this shot more in detail. I think I want to save it for tomorrow's episode, but I do want to point out that. Uh, the different colors of the mother boxes, I'm that's that's my main focus right now. Do you want to talk about it now or you want to talk about it? No, tomorrow? like that, that's I'm just letting people know that, that that's what I'm focusing in on. That's a good question. Yeah. So let's go ahead and wrap up for today. If you guys enjoyed everything you heard, we can you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minute and the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. We can join us to talk about today's minute or any minutes you guys are catching up on, and we'll catch you guys tomorrow for minute number 67 of Zack Snyder's Justice League.